So here is the big question. How do entrepreneurs like us, who started sales or direct selling or network marketing, how did we start our journey but now feel stuck, feel like we're struggling or we can't level up to where we want to be, where we know we can be? How do we break through and prove everybody wrong, wrong. show ourselves that we are successful and show ourselves that we can win? That is the big question. And this is the podcast that will give you the answers. My name is Lisa Hawker, and this is Direct AF Sales. I am thrilled to announce today's guest, Deanna. How are you today? Deanna, how do you say your last name? Temple. Okay. I did not want to screw that up. Deanna no, Kempel. Yeah. The U is silent. It's a little tricky. I know a lot of people have our time with it, but thanks Lisa. I'm excited for you. This is so awesome. I was looking forward to this. <laughs> I know me too. And you look amazing. Amazing. You're Thank in Chicago, you. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And actually, so, um, my fiance has like, he's a Chicago police officer, but he also has like a side business doing security. So this weekend was Lollapalooza. And let me just, so he asked what well, he wanted me to like help him out for the security gig at a, at the Congress hotel across from Lollapalooza. So I'm like, sure. Why not? And I, I I'm, we both made insane amount of money. So I'm like, sure I can do it. I'm a tough broad. I don't take no shit. Let me just tell you, I was on my feet for almost 10 hours, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, dealing with these drunk, high freaking kids. <laughs> like I had about enough. I was done. Like last night I yelled at this one kid. He just wasn't getting it. Like, you can't come in this way. Go around to the front. <laughs> like <laughs> That was the first time I really got loud and he ended up getting kicked out because he was getting belligerent at the front too. So, but yeah. I got some sleep last night, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> I love it. And I'm so glad you're on this show because you really are direct as fuck. And I yeah. love that about you. I had a blast on your podcast. And uh, tell tell my audience about your podcast. Well, thank you very much, Lisa. My my podcast is called Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. And it's all it's really about um, people breaking out of those labels and like what society puts on you, what your family puts on you, what you put on you and allowing yourself, giving yourself the courage to overcome your fears um, on maybe breaking out of those labels, whatever that may be. And it means so much for means so many different things for so many different people. And I, I'm, it's really been um, humbling to see how many people can relate to, to my mission statement, whatever you want to call it. And um, I've loved it. I, I love every minute of it. And, you know, I had you on and you talked about what you're doing and you, you're living label free. You've broken out of like what that typical, you know, expectation is of a woman that's, you know, got a career and all that stuff. And look what you're doing now. It's awesome. It's fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So what, um, let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey. This is a show for entrepreneurs or people who are thinking about starting their own side gig or, or something like that. So tell us where you started. 
Okay. So I'm going to start like all the way back because it is, you know, since it is all about being uh, entrepreneurship, which, uh, you know, that's kind of like what my show entails too, because people breaking out of the corporate mold and going into court into something that is a little scary in their own venture. So I actually, I was raised by entrepreneurs. My grandparents had a large printing business in the city called Lander Brothers, you know, and, and it was many generations. They did all the work for a lot of the TV stations, you know, a lot of the big names in the city. And so I started working with my grandparents at like eight years old. And so then, you know, as I got older, I, I got, I, I, me and my best girlfriend put together flyers and we babysat, cleaned houses and cut grass from 13. We, I papered within a two mile radius of my mom's house and I worked my ass off. That was like my first real business. Um, and then I was like, when I got, was in college, I became a, a personal trainer and I started training people on this, you know, as a, as a personal trainer. And then I got into event planning. So I had an event planning business. That's how I bought my house. How I helped my mom buy her house and all that stuff. And then I met my late husband and then we had five businesses together. And so the, I, I've always been an entrepreneur. You know, I think I worked for one, like worked for the park district when I was like, and Eagle Foods, I don't know if anybody remembers Eagle Foods for like, you know, when I was like 16 to 18, maybe that was it. The rest of my adult life has been uh, being is I've been an entrepreneur. And so my late husband and I, our one business did 20 million in sales. We had about 150 employees and actually before he passed, and I'm not sure if the, the family was able to keep the contract, but I doubled the size of the business with one contract with the state of South Carolina that was worth $20 million. Wow. Yeah. So we had that one. Then we had our installation side of um, installation arm of the company. And then we had a, a bunch of real estate holding companies as well. So, so yeah, a lot of entrepreneur experience. <laughs> so what happened? Well, after my late husband, after my husband passed, um, my life changed dramatically. You, you know, I didn't have, um, there was a lot of legalities around it. Uh, he had four daughters from a previous marriage and, you know, I fought them pretty hard in court. I had to have like three attorneys and it was just, it was pretty ugly. You know, I got a small settlement and then I just moved on with my life. And then after the dust settled, I ended up getting, you know, I had to go back to work. I had to figure out like, you know, how to su support myself. And I, um, I got back and I got into the corporate world. So I started, I got a job at Art Van Furniture. I'm not sure if anybody's familiar with them. And I was a furniture salesperson, which I actually really loved most of the time. You know, I love the creative process because I'm very much in the fashion and design. And I had always wanted to be a fashion designer. So after I had, you know, all the dust settled, I got a small settlement during this process of rebuilding my life. I did go off and start an LLC and become a fashion designer. And I, I, that was my first attempt at being an entrepreneur again on my own. And I loved it. I loved the fashion and I created three beautiful collection, collections, but it never really took off in terms of a monetary, like being able to support myself. And, you know, I was investing more money than was coming out. And so I just decided to close that. It was just, I, I don't have deep enough pockets <laughs> and people are very weird about their clothes. I'm nobody, you know? And so I, like, I think if I would have went a little bit like slower instead of going, like doing a one big collection, cause I created almost like 30 pieces in my first collection and it was all very high end silk, leather, hot, like high end, high end fa fabrics and, and a lot of different detail with the designs and that all costs a lot of money, especially for the samples. 
And then you had to invest in the grading, which is another like level of, of cost involved in that. So it's just, I learned a lot. So after three collections, I was like, okay, I'm done. That was my dream. I did it. Check mark. Okay, let's move on to the next. And I actually, I still do to this day. I, I started a skincare line with my mother and, you know, that actually still doing okay, but I did lose a big por- portion of my um, customer base, my clients when the pandemic hit. And so that's, um, you know, still have that going on the side. Because of the lockdown? Yeah. 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 People and I did, come and- in to the spa or the salon. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. And I never went after back after my clients. I figured if they were doing well enough, they would come, they would reach back out to me. And I was just like, it was just too much uncertainty. And so I have had a couple that have come back and, you know, which has been great. Um, you know, and, and I, the, my mom doesn't really help me with that. So I don't know if I'm going to continue on with that. I might because I do have some stable clients, but we'll see. That's it's still going, still generating a little bit of income. You know, I, I love my brand. It's, you know, I built it over all these years and it's, you know, it is part of my entrepreneur spirit. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you know, I'm wondering where this is coming from. And it, and you're, I'm, what I'm hearing you say is you started along this journey when you were eight. Yeah. You know, so you learned really early on, was it something that you were told to do to go to work with your grandparents or was it something you wanted to do? Were they watching you? Were they babysitting? Like, how did that come to be? Well, you know, I mean, I, I had to learn the value of a dollar. So if I wanted something, you know, I had to earn it. And so that was kind of my way of, of earning what I wanted to take my money. And they set up a savings account for me and, you know, and, um, I think that you're either born into a family that's going to teach you the value of hard work or you're not. And, you know, and I'm thankful for that. I'm a hard worker. You know, I'm probably a little bit more bougie these days because of the lifestyle I had for so long, but I'm still a hard worker. You know, after, I mean, I did lose my corporate job in December last year. And um, and even though I've, that happened, you know, I I have my podcast, which we'll talk about, you know, how that's working out for me. Um, I've been working my butt off with it. Like I work pretty long days with the podcast. I mean, but I just love it. And I'm sure, you know, as you grow, you're going to love it too. It's just so much fun. Talk, it is so much fun. I love, yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I do. I love learning about people yes. and talking to people. And, you know, I was a trial lawyer for 21 years. So what I grew up doing was asking questions of people and yeah. kind of like digging back and scratching <laughs> underneath the surface and like pulling information out of people, I suppose. Yes. And so this is sort of an outlet for that, I think. Absolutely. Podcasting. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. And did you Uh, lose your corporate job because of the pandemic too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was a casualty of, of it. And, you know, I've been, and so I'll always be an entrepreneur. I'll always have many different like stuff going on in the side. I will, I'm a hustler. That's always going to be there. Um, but I have been looking to get back to work because what I'm doing is like not really going to sustain me after, you know, all the unemployment goes away, blah, 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 blah. Um, which I'm not a loser. I've been, I've been trying, (laughs) I'm, I'm busting my ass. It's just not getting me to where I, I need to get to. Um, but I just really like my best friends, like you just, you really are not going to be able to work for anybody. She's like, you need to really figure out how you can get what you're doing to monetize it some way so you don't have to go back. And honestly, I really don't want to. <laughs> I yeah. don't fit in. I don't fit in. I'm sure you could tell. <laughs> no, no, but I I can't tell. I'm sure that you can fit in wherever you want to. Okay. Right. I'll rephrase that. You are correct. <laughs> I just don't want to. <laughs> and and it's because being an entrepreneur, it, you know, for as scary as it is. And um you know, how much risk is involved. 
and having success or having some level of success and then starting over and starting over and starting over and learning the learning curve for the podcast alone was huge, much less making a clothing collection and a skincare line. Yeah. Um, But for all of the negativity surrounding that it's fun as fuck, isn't it? Yes. Very (laughs) fun. Yes. Very. Tell me, tell us more about your podcast. Well, I started it like two years ago. And so after I had like closed my, my label, the fashion side of my business, I was like, okay, what's next? And, you know, I got an, uh, an article on how to start a podcast for under hundred dollars and I read it and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I had really never heard of podcasts. I didn't really know what they're all about. So I just kind of like jumped right in. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> and I tell everybody this, like, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck I think I am, but I'm just going to start this. And whoever listens, listens. And, you know, I talked to my best friend about what I wanted it to be about because I have had to overcome so many different labels over the last, I mean, actually, to be honest, over your, my whole lifetime. I mean, I think we all do. And I, and I think that a lot of my guests that I've talked to, like yourself, you know, you, you've kind of, you've been on a journey and you come to a place where you just want to break free and kind of do something different. And that's like an awakening to me. And so for me, like I had, I had had an awakening and I'm like, okay, I, what's next. And so we came up with the label free podcast concept and it, and it just, you know, it was just really resonated with me. All I know is my intro, my first intro episode, man, that was tough. I was like, holy shit, this is going to be interesting. Cause I had, I did, I wanted to be like 10 minutes long and introduce myself and kind of tell people a little bit about my journey. I I drank like a bottle of wine that night. I, I probably had to take like 10 different takes. And I finally was happy with the last one. And I was like, this is good enough. And so from there, it's just kind of evolved. You know, and, and as I've learned more about this industry, it, like I've, I've grown with it. And so, you know, you have to, no matter what you do, whatever industry you're in, whatever, like a, a thing, venture you're trying to go on, educate yourself. You know, you've got to do your research you have, and you're going to constantly learn because you're, you're going to constantly grow with your brand, whatever it is. So for your brand, direct, direct as fuck, that's, you're going to be your brand and you're going to continue to evolve and grow with it, with your podcast and everything that you do. And so I've done that over the last 10 years or 10 years, last two years. <laughs> and it's been, it's been great. I've loved it. So I started off with like friends and family doing interviews with them. And then it's evolved into some of the resources with like Podmatch and some of these other uh, podcast guest services. And I've just met some really terrific people. And their stories have been phenomenal. Yeah, Podmatch is a great service. That guy is brilliant. Yes. Alex, who uh, you need to have him on. I would love to have him on, but I think he's pretty busy. I think that would be an an amazing, I would love to to do that in person. But I was actually supposed to have a, um, a, like a talk with him. We had something scheduled just to have a conversation. And I ended up having to cancel it because I got, I was feeling really sick. Um, I I had a miscarriage last month. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think I told you when we originally connected that I was trying and I got really sick and I was like, it was, you know, I hadn't gotten my, you know, thing. And, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm whatever. So I had to cancel my, my call with him. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's hard. Hard <laughs> to hear. Wasn't my baby. Hard to tell. My baby. What's that? Go ahead. No, that wasn't my baby. My baby's still coming. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll reschedule. He's an amazing person and so are you. And uh, you guys need to connect. 
For sure. Yeah. yeah. They've been very, yeah. I love what they do. And it's just been, I, I'm excited for them. They've just grown organically with what they offer. And I'm on a couple different um, guest platforms and theirs is by far the best from in what i terms of just in terms of the way they, the way it operates, you know, just so, you know, the, I think the quality of the guests, you know, and just a lot of different things like that. So, you know, it's interesting when I first started with whatever project I'm working on, whether it was the jumping into network marketing from being a lawyer or writing this and publishing, because writing a book and then getting it published are two different things. Oh, sure. I bet. <laughs> Thinking about a podcast and starting a podcast and recording that intro, those are two different things, right? <laughs> yes. So what you said was, well, I mean, who the fuck am I to do this? Like, who do I think I am to write this book? Or who do I think I am to start this podcast? You know, what are people going to say? What are people going to think? Did you have that? Did you go through that struggle of self-doubt? Absolutely. Um, so I was never a big self-promoter. My husband was fantastic at being a self-promoter. And so when it, after he passed and I had to start my life over, I, I had to get comfortable with that. And that was really hard. And so I, I think it was not until maybe like a year ago where I've just really, I don't struggle with that anymore. You know, if I screw up and I'm like, I maybe like trip over my words, I don't care. This is real life. I'm not perfect. I don't claim to be. And if I was perfect, that'd be pretty, pretty flipping boring. You know what I mean? So um, it was very uncomfortable for me when I, when I started the fashion and I designed all these clothes and I put myself out there on the runway and I, and as I've grown over these last couple of years, I have learned to fine tune that self-promotion and overcome those insecurities because it is an insecurity and it's, and it's like self-imposed. Yeah, it is. Did you do a lot of self-development work to get to this point? Um, yes and no. I mean, well, I think I've did a lot, just a lot of, um, internal, like reflecting, you know, I did, I have like read some books. I have taken some, you know, courses and things like that, but it's just a lot of self-reflecting and really realizing, I mean, and I can't say this enough and I talk about it a lot. I mean, it was my, my late husband was a part of my life for almost half of my life when he passed. And so when you watch somebody go through that struggle, and watch them lose their battle day in and day out with their health and their quality of life just keeps declining and declining. You have a different, you have a different view on life. You just, it's just so short and you have to decide how you want to continue to live moving forward. I mean, that was pretty, I I can see that now that was pretty traumatic for me to go through that and to experience that. And it just really gave me a different outlook. It just completely different outlook. Like, I I just want to wake up every day with joy. I want to be able to go out there and just like have a positive impact on the world. Because if anybody's going through what I went through, if I can help them make, make their day better by sharing a story from one of my guests or talking about my experience, then, then I've done my job. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Watching somebody go through an illness. Did he have cancer? No, he needed his third tr- kidney transplant and um, because he did a lot of steroids and they just really, and so I, I administered dialysis for two and a half years. And during that time he was still injecting. And so as like, you know, as I'm, as I'm continuing to do dialysis and he's still injecting, he kept getting sicker and sicker and sicker. He needed an open heart surgery. He needed like, I mean, after the open heart surgery, he had to be on blood thinners. And then it was, it was just constant. 
it was just like a domino effect of, of issues. It started off, we were in the hospital every couple months and it was every month. Then it was almost every week and it just got worse and worse and worse. That is so hard. And, you know, you, you really did do a lot of inner work. You did a lot of reflection and you had a choice. You could go the route that you went or you could go way, way, way down, way down. Oh yeah. Um, and you didn't do that. No, there are some moments though. Like I would just get really upset and I would start screaming and just being so mad and just mad at him because he left me in a really bad way. You know, like what his, like, I'm not going to, I mean, I think I've shared this before, but I'm not going to share it now because it's irrelevant, but like, he left me in a bad way in his will. And I had helped him rebuild everything, like rebuild everything from like, and so, I mean, my mom had even invested about $150,000 to help us rebuild. I mean, we paid that back, but it was just like the way he left me was just, it just was, I, I wasted a lot of time. Wasted right. a lot of time and invested my my life with someone that did not value what I had given. So right. that was probably the hardest part to really get over. Yeah, it's interesting the way people choose to move forward from trauma. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I and so after he passed, I got involved with a, a really like toxic man, like kind of perpetuating the cycle. And I think that was just like a natural response to the trauma. And I can say that now as I've grown and learning all this stuff. Um, after I finally got rid of him, I didn't date anybody for a while. I was like, Nope, no. And I finally learned to actually, when the first red flag, I was done when I did start dating again. And I don't think that, I think that it's hard for women to come to that place. I know for me, at least it was really hard. I was like, shit, you know, cause you keep, you hope you, you hope for the best in someone. I finally was like, you know what? I'm more important the best in me is worth the best in someone else. And if they don't want to show me that off the back, bye-bye. See right. you later. I don't have time for this nonsense. You got to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's powerful to be able to, um, you know, come back from the trauma that you've come back from and all the, you know, the, the loss, the loss of the, of the idea for the, you know, that you wanted the clothing line to do X, but, you know, I was just listening to, I think it was Ed Milet's interview of um, Tim Story recently. And are you familiar with Tim Story? He's a preacher. Um, He, you know, he's like, you're blessed in so many ways. Like you are so blessed in so many ways. You're so creative. You're so energetic. You're so driven. You're so smart. And you took all these talents and these skills and you applied them to the clothing thing. But that wasn't necessarily where you were supposed to be, where you're supposed to be. Right. Obviously. Right. And those same attributes, that same um, resiliency and tenacity and grittiness and um, perseverance and happiness. I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see her face is just (laughs) full of joy. Right. Beautiful. You're a beautiful woman. And um, clearly podcasting is where you're supposed to be giving your blessings forward. And you are. Yeah, I would agree. I've, yeah, I definitely found my community. That's for sure. And it's just been, and what I've noticed is that we're all so supportive of one another and, and that's just so, uh, and it's just growing and it's just on fire and, and, and it's just been very exciting to be a part of that. But yeah, I would agree. I never would have thought, you know, <laughs> that I would be like, yeah, I'm a podcast. Sure. Let's go. You know? And I mean, it's just been so great. 
and listening to these stories and connecting with so many people all over the world is just like, it makes me almost want to cry Yeah, because it's just been so beautiful. And, and I, I honestly don't want anything from anybody, but just to share their story. Right. Like, like whatever we're putting out there, we're helping, you know, we're helping someone else. That's actually how you and I met right yes. through yeah. pod match. I think Pod match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. We should be getting paid for uh pushing pod match. I know. Right? <laughs> hey, you know, it's a great platform. And if we can bring more value then yeah. uh, Hey, I'm all about it. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Who's been one of your most fun interviews on your podcast? If you can. Oh my gosh, you are awesome. I don't know. I've had a lot. I mean, but it also is what I put into it too. You know, like I'm not going to have, I'm going to try not to have like a very boring podcast. Cause who the fuck wants to listen to that? <laughs> like, I know I wouldn't like, I'd be out and like, done. I'll move on to the next. Um, I've had a lot of great ones, you know, I mean, I, everybody ends up laughing and we're just having a great time. And, you know, even though we're talking about some, some, a lot of them are real serious, serious conversations, but we're able to make it like lighthearted so people can get inspired by it and not be brought down. You know what I mean? So I just, I just, my last guest, so I just recorded with some, with someone before I jumped on here with you, she's a breast cancer survivor. She actually overcome three different like illnesses and she was a former model. Like she started modeling at the age of 11 internationally, nationally. She was a guest model, like all this stuff. And she like, when I jumped on, I'm like, how was your weekend? And she was like, it's all right. And, and I, and I'm like, well, what's wrong? You know? <laughs> and she's like, when she told, she told, I didn't say this on the podcast and I'm not going to say her name, but she, now she's going through a divorce, but everything that she's accomplished has been so amazing because of the, what she's gone through. And even though uh, some of the stuff she's gone through is pretty heavy, we had a great time talking about her overcoming that and her story around that. And it, because, so she said like everything that the worldly stuff really doesn't mean anything. She's like, I was modeling for guests, this, that, and the other thing, but I wasn't fulfilled. I didn't have joy. You know, I, I was a great mother. And then when I got the cancer and I was ready to give up, she said her, you know, it was just a great conversation, but we still had a great time talking about that and looking at the positive of it and how her journey is impacting the world in so many positive ways. And it was a great conversation. I had a blast. We had a blast, even though we're talking about those heavy issues. Right. And you know, it's great. You're helping, you're helping get her message out yes. and you are helping to inspire somebody that you will never know you inspired. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. And that's pretty powerful. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Especially around breast cancer and women going through that. And I, like I told her, I said, I can't even imagine, luckily, knock on wood, I've not had any major health issues. And I just, going through that, I can't only imagine how dehumanizing that is for a woman. You know, we are expected to look a certain way, be a certain way, especially social media and measuring up to this, measuring up to that and her being a model. Like, I can't even imagine what she went through mentally and emotionally and spiritually, but to come out on the other side, she's gorgeous, beautiful. I'm like, damn girl, you know, you can kick that scrub to the curb. Who cares about him? (laughs) You're you're out to bigger, better things. Like her book's getting like produced in this film. I I mean, just, and she's a part, she's on the board for um, an organization that gives away wigs, free wigs. Amazing. Yes. Like 
Do you want to like shout people. out that organization? Do you have notes right near you? Oh yeah, eBeauty, <laughs> eBeauty.com. So if there's anyone listening that is going, that's going through chemotherapy or any type of cancer that needs a free wig, um, eBeauty.com, they'll send you, uh, ship you a free wig. Paul Mitchell styles them and, and colors them. So you can go on the website and pick out your color, your cut, whatever you want, and they'll send it to you. So really great. I'm just like, oh, that's amazing. You know? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. We, at, at the end of the day, we're still women and we want to feel like women, right? Absolutely. So somewhat beautiful. And, you know, if that's what uh, having them offer that and to give them just a small piece of that while they're going through that hard time is, is an amazing thing. It really is. I'm yeah. so glad you came on today. I'm happy to be here. I'm See, glad you made the time. I got, what's that? I said, I'm glad you made the time. Oh, me too. Always for you, girl. Always. <laughs> you're pretty, you're pretty awesome. We had a blast on our, our podcast. Yeah. That's going to be released here soon. I got to get that over to my producer. So it's been, it's been a busy, since I talked to you, it's been super busy. Like, yeah. Yeah. You sound like you've been a little busy. I like to stay, I like to stay busy. I'm going to Scottsdale on Wednesday. <laughs> Wow. Is that pleasure or oh, yeah. uh, work or both? Well, I'll be doing my podcast out there, but it's for pleasure. And so, yeah, we're, he's like, his friend owns a luxury condo. He also like sells luxury cars. So I'm sure we're going to go to this beautiful place with these beautiful cars. And, you know, all we had to do is pay for the flight out there. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> Let's go. Have you ever been? To oh, Scottsdale? Yeah. I love I've it there. The country. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it there. I could move there in one second. I would love to have a place there, but I love the ocean too much. I'm a water, I'm a water baby. Yeah. I like, to, I like to be around the water. I'm like a fish. You get me in the water. It's hard to get me out. <laughs> you must love Hawaii. I have not been to Hawaii, but so he's owns property in Hawaii and he, Hawaii, and he's taking me for my birthday at the end of the year. So great. Yeah. I'm excited. I want to hear about that Oh, Get back on the show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, tell everybody where to find you. Well, I'm everywhere. It's Label Free Podcast. So Instagram, Label Free Podcast, Facebook, LinkedIn. If you want to reach out to me directly, it's Deanna Kempel, K-U-E-M-P-E-L. Twitter, it's Label Podcast, which is weird because you're, you're limited on what you can say. But yeah, anywhere you look up Label Free Podcast, you'll find me or labelfreepodcast.com. And let me tell you guys, it is so worth going to look her up. She has such an amazing host. Um, You're such an amazing host, but you have such an amazing array of people that you've interviewed on your podcast. So it is well worth checking out and subscribing. Yeah, there's something for everyone. And, you know, I've sold books for my guests. Well, I haven't personally, but because they are on, they sold books. You know, a lot of coaches, which I find is very interesting that, there are a lot of people becoming coaches these days, which is a beautiful thing. It's just say, it just really tells me that there is this, this underlying current, this huge, like underlying current of people needing like that to, for their soul to be fed and to find their way through all this craziness. And, you know, and that's just really, if I can help someone find their way, find their way to joy, find their way to health, find their way to happiness, you know, find their way to like, whatever that might look like by one of my guests. And yes, let's keep, let's go. Amen, sister. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, have an amazing Monday, a great week. And thank you so much. You're welcome. For more information on the direct AF sales book or custom dice course or workbook, 
go on over to directafsales.com. There's going to be a discount code for all the listeners there. It's code directaf20 and grab yours today. Thanks for listening to today's show. Please leave me a review. Make sure you subscribe and even better, share it with a friend so that we can share our message and our content and help as many people as we can. Thanks, guys.